And we began with Morrissey, We. I played it. It's called Suede Head. It's got Vinnie Riley playing guitar on it. And I think it's going to take an awful lot of requests and probably a couple of well-written, passionate letters to get me to give that one any airplay. So it's March 1988. Morrissey has come back from the breakup of the Smiths with his new single, Suede Head. It's a big deal. The Smiths were so immensely popular at that time, it's hard to imagine an artist with more cultural capital. But that mattered not to Deirdre O'Donoghue. I just don't buy the Morrissey shtick. Musically, I mean, Vinny's fine and Johnny Marr's fine, but it's, it's not as though there's an enormous depth of musical intrigue going on in either Smith's songs or this new one from Morrissey. So there you go. I played it for you. Make of it what you will. Instead, Deirdre was far more enthusiastic about the new record from an under-the-radar band she'd been supporting for a long time, The Mighty Lemon Drops. They were getting popular in their native England, but not so much in America yet. That was all about to change in the spring of 1988 when they blew open the States with their new single, Inside Out. Inside Out became an instant college rock anthem. Within months, the band was touring amphitheaters with Love and Rockets. The song's video got them into rotation on MTV, and in the midst of all that crazy success, the Mighty Lemon Drops returned to Snap. We played at Universal Amphitheater, which is like about five and a half, six thousand people or something. Right after that, we went back into Deirdre's show and she just basically said, do what you want to do. It was just really organic and natural and perfect. That's Dave Newton. He's the Lemon Drops guitar player. He lives with his wife, Becky, in Los Angeles. Becky grew up in L.A., but ran away to London right after high school. Once in London, she immersed herself in the local music scene there, and she had a meet-cute with Dave at a Primal Scream show. Dave introduced Becky to Deirdre, and they became lifelong friends based on the music they all adored. Every time we'd go back, we'd hang out, and when she'd be in London, we'd see her, we'd go to gigs, whether it was the church or whatever band it was, we'd see her there too. I'm Trisha Halloran, and from KCRW, this is Bent by Nature, Deirdre O'Donoghue and the Lost Snap Archives. Episode 3, Inside Out. Hey, this is Dave Newton. I was the guitarist and co-songwriter in The Mighty Lemon Drops. Hi, this is Becky Newton, and I'm Dave's wife and a friend of Deirdre's and also a music executive here in Los Angeles. The Mighty Lemon Drops formed in Wolverhampton in March 1985. I sent a tape to Dan Tracy from Television Personalities because he had a record label and he also ran a club in London. And Dan liked the tape and he invited us down to London to play at his club. And a few weeks later, this amazing review appeared in the NME, New Musical Express, which was at the time a national music paper that had been around since the 1950s. And people were writing from the US who'd seen it in the NME. And we got picked up by a major record label. 
it was around that time too that the NME, New Music Express, put together a cassette compilation album called C86. And uh, the last record in tonight's programme, another track from that NME C86 cassette. When the cassette came out, it kind of became known as the C86 era. And we didn't really realise what C86 was going to be. We didn't realise it would be a defining thing of that era, that period in time of music in the UK. Filling up the spaces inside my happy head With me in the morning and at night I take it to bed we had a lot of record companies who were interested in us and for the US we signed to Sire Records and when we finally came to play in the US, which was in February, March 87, we got taken over to KCRW and met Deirdre one, one evening. Mighty Lemon Drops are here in the studio with me on Snap and I think what I'll ask you to do is introduce yourselves and maybe give a little bit of background so people who know the music will then know who you are. Start with you, Dave. I'm Dave, the guitarist in the Mighty Lemon Drops. And the fact that she knew so much about the band and had been playing our record and, how can I say it in the right way, it was just amazing and, and astonishing almost to us. January 86 was when I recall when this that first was, single that came out. Kinds was released. Um, and then you started getting a lot of press attention in the British music yeah. press. This first song, or the, the song that first brought you to, uh, to more notoriety is, uh, is Like an Angel, and... And Dave, when you realized that I had the original single, you said, play that one, play that one, instead of the album version. We were not expecting to be asked to play a song on her show. And Deirdre surprised us by pulling out an acoustic guitar. Okay, Paul, Dave, you've yeah. worked up a treat for us. We can have a so go at it. <laughs> okay. And Deirdre said that she really liked the cover of the uh, 13th Floor Elevator song, Splash Number 1, that we'd done. And there's going to be loads of mistakes and things, but we'll do it all the same. I've seen your face before I've known you all my life And though it's new Your image cuts me like a knife And now I'm home And now I'm home And now I'm home To stay It was a bit of a challenge because we'd never played it together acoustically before. But uh, I think we somewhat pulled it off, thanks to Deirdre's uh, encouragement and inspiration. Ooh, yes. Oh, God. Thank you so much for doing that. Dave and Paul, Mighty Lemon Drops. I'm sorry that, uh, that we got up to doing it so late. I'd convince you to do more. Next time you come back to California, bring, bring everybody and all the instruments. We'll do a whole show on the next room. Okay. A long ball hanging out with you here at Pure Rock 105.5 KNAC. Growing up in L.A., there was a lot of rock and hair metal. You'd look at the L.A. Weekly and all of the ads were Warrant and Rat and bands like that. And so I kind of discovered more of an underground scene. 
everybody I knew and that was into the same stuff, we were all Anglophiles. So all you wanted to do was go to England and go see bands. So I knew I had to get over to England. I moved there straight out of high school. A week after 18, I moved to London and it was during the C86 period. The first concert I went to was the Smiths in London, and then my friend had bought tickets for us to go see the Mighty Lemon Drops at ULU, University of London Union. But after being at the Smiths gig to go and see the Mighty Lemon Drops, it was a little bit of a disappointment, to tell you the truth. It was funny because Dave and I had these potential chance encounters, I guess, meet cutes that never quite happened from London to Wolverhampton and Birmingham. But then in June of 1987, I was at a Primal Scream gig. It was June 26th at Yulu, which is actually the place where I saw the Mighty Lemon Drops the year prior. And there's this guy there and he smiles at me and he says, all right. And I'm like, all right and smiled back at him and then a friend of his or somebody I knew I'm like do I know him and he's like oh he's in the Mighty Lemon Drops but then I'm like wait a second my friends had actually written to me that they'd met the Mighty Lemon Drops and so then I said you know I went back to him I'm like I think you may have just met some of my friends in LA and when I told Dave this he was really confused because he was trying to figure out if I was from Birmingham or Wolverhampton or maybe London and then it turned out I was from LA. A couple months after we met that summer in 87, we were at a gig at the Town and Country and Deirdre was there with Mark Geiger, who was Dave's agent at the time, but I'm just like, oh, hey, Dave, remember Deirdre? And then I met her for the first time, but it turned out we had a lot of similar connections. And that was the night that she told me her theory about that there's only 500 people in the world and the rest are just a myth. And every time we'd hang out, you'd meet somebody else that knew Deirdre or knew Dave. And it kept kind of proving her theory right. After meeting Becky in the summer of 87, we both found ourselves visiting Becky's parents in Los Angeles that December. And we just, we went and visited Deirdre. And I went on the air. She invited me to go on to the show. Back again. Hi. Back again. All right. (laughs) Okay, what's this new album going to be called? We think, more than likely, the album's going to be called World Without End. With the Christmas period and that, the album is actually going to be coming out the end of January, beginning of February. Because, I mean, we're going to release a single first. The single is going to be called Inside Out. It's going to be our first US uh, domestic single release as well. Inside Out took the Mighty Lemon Drops to the very tippy top of the college charts just recently. And along with bands like R.E.M. and The Church and Robin Hitchcock and the Egyptians, the Mighty Lemon Drops are at the vanguard of a 60s-style pop revival. When MTV started showing our video for Inside Out, a lot of the more commercial alternative stations were, were playing us, and Deirdre actually really liked that whole album. We did a, a big tour with the band Love and Rockets, who, who just broken through pretty big at that point. And like in Los Angeles, we we played at Universal Amphitheater, which is like about five and a half 
6,000 people or something. Right after that, we went back into Deirdre's show and she, we, the full band played live on the program. May 12th, 1988. I do believe we have some Muddy Lemon Drops here on Snap with us. It was a relief because it's just so kind of natural and it captures the band as we were and there's no, no pressure. She just basically said, do what you want to do. Amazing. This is a girl in bliss at the moment. Thank you, gentlemen. This is called Closer to You. So we got married in 1989, and one of the only photos we have from their table, and it was her and Michael Meister from Texas Records and some people from the record company. But some of my parents' friends were real big fans of Deirdre, more from her Beatles show, but you didn't really know what she looked like. I feel such an obligation to tell your listeners that they'll have an opportunity to meet you. Ah, don't scare me, don't scare me. She was thought of as a recluse, which I guess she kind of was, because obviously she was working at night, so she was preparing for her show so many days a week. And people say, what do you mean you're shy? You talk to thousands of people every night. I say, no, I don't. I sit in a small, dark room and talk to machinery. But if you'd go into the station and hang out with her there, she would always go to this Chinese restaurant on Ocean afterwards. So we spent many, uh, many a meal there. She was always coming to London regularly, and we'd see her there, too. It's Deirdre back safely in one piece from the land where they really do eat beans on toast for lunch. Becky and I moved to London in 1919. I remember the church played the borderline in Soho, in Chinatown. 
and Deirdre was friends with them and was hanging out and uh, it always involved Chinese restaurants <laughs> but I just remember a whole group of us ended up after the show with Deirdre <laughs> at a Chinese restaurant surprise surprise <laughs> I have to do a little bit of business here, and then I'm going to play you something from another group that bends things around a little out of the ordinary called the Blue Airplanes. After the Lemon Drops, I played with Blue Airplanes for a little while, a band that Deirdre also liked. And Becky and I moved here in 95. And that would have been around the time that Deirdre had started Snap Judgment. And now it's time to get snapped as 91X changes to Snap Judgments. It wasn't quite the same. We didn't see her in person as much. We were in touch and we would like write and I would send her music. But we didn't see her in person for the last year or two before she passed. When we heard of Deirdre's passing, we went to her memorial in Santa Monica. And I remember sitting down and seeing a lot of, you know, familiar faces. A guy came up and asked if he could mind if he sat next to us. And I said, yeah, sure. And I looked at and it was uh, Harry Shearer. Henry Rollins did a, a, a really great eulogy and had some great stories in great memories. And no it's interesting and, because the some of the parts, there may have been some, you know, famous people and whatnot there. Um, it didn't feel like It that. didn't feel like that. It felt like the same way how we described to you just being in the studio with Deirdre when she was on the radio and we would all kind of talk as friends. In a way, her memorial sort of had that atmosphere as well. It was just like friends just hanging out and talking about their friend that, that we miss. Some Mighty Lemon Drops and Dave Newton brought this along. Tell me about the song. It's a great song. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I like. So humble and self-effacing. One of the things like about Deirdre, which Dave and I share, is that our whole lives have been driven by music. And in a way, music was her spirituality as well. You could tell her passion when she would talk about discovering something new and being excited. And that was her guiding light. And I feel that actually there's a real void not having her and having her voice, turning people on to music that she loved and hoping people would love it as much as she did. There are just some evenings, I suppose I should add, when the music begins going, develops a mind of its own and says, don't you dare stop me, and I would certainly be the last person in the world to do so. Dave and Becky Newton live in Los Angeles and work in the music industry. Dave released a new album, A Gateway to a Life of Disappointment, in 2020. Bent by Nature is co-produced by Bob Carlson and Mike Dodge-Weisskopf, with production assistance from Anna Buss and Marion Hodges. Our digital producer is Andrea Dominic. KCRW's program director for music is Anne Lid. Our program director for culture is Anyel Zabiri-Fields. If you'd like to hang out in Deirdre's world a little longer, head over to the Bent by Nature website at kcrw.com slash bentbynature. You can explore Deirdre's archive of vintage performances and interviews featuring the Mighty Lemon Drops and many, many others. You can also play Deirdre's original tape of Snap, episode 631, from March 3rd, 
1988. Be sure to cue that one up for your favorite Morrissey fan. We're adding new stuff all the time, so be sure to check back. Special thanks to Natalie Kiriakoudis, Cheryl Pavelski, Meredith Schomburg, Jeff Sykes, and Noel Thompson. I'm Trisha Halloran, and from KCRW, this has been Bent by Nature, Deirdre O'Donohue, and the Lost Snap Archives.